You're listening to the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. Check out Loose Cannon Comics on Instagram, SoundCloud.com, and iTunes. Also visit our Loose Cannon Comics YouTube page. Now, two men... No, I don't want Say it. And now, two men who have no idea how to please a woman, Tony and Eric. Woo! Well, hello! And welcome to another installment of the Loose Cannon Comics Podcast. I'm Eric C. I'm Tony B. And we've got nothing else than the man... The Bader, number one in the programs, number ten in your heart. It's Tater. <laughs> Potatoes. Taters, how we doing? Them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Taters. Uh, I'm uh, mashing them and boiling them and sticking them in stews. <laughs> That's very funny because mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. I just want to let you guys know that this broadcast is brought to you by Strong Island Styles of Glen Cove, New York. If you want to get the best haircut in the country, guy cuts Conor McGregor's hair, Tony Ferguson's hair, people in the WWE, Bry Biz, been on this show before, top of the line haircuts for a reasonable price. You can't beat that. Tony, um, I know that you gave up on haircuts how long ago? Oh, God, probably going back maybe four years now. Well, Billy Zane's four years uh, removed, but maybe you should go get a Bic or maybe just get your face shaved. Eh, I like to do everything in one in one shot. You've been chomping on your nails all day. Oh, dude, I've just been, I've just been wired, man. I'm just, like, I'm just like burnt lately. I don't know what it is. I, I think it's called life. It, it might be. It might be. And I'm like one of those rats when you see them in like those, those old like third world country commercials with the rats like soaking wet and he's walking down the street. That's the way I feel right now. It looks like most of my customers down at the bar I've been serving for the last 36 hours. I am spent. Yeah, dude, I'm you ever work uh, more than you should be working, and then you're completely tired and can't get anything accomplished? My problem is, like, I, I never factor in having to sleep. I'm always like, well, I could just do this during the day, and then this at night, and then I'll just get back up again in the morning. Yeah, yeah like, two and a half hours of sleep will do me right. Um, we had a great show. Two and a half. Uh, yeah, well, sometimes like six, but you just don't, uh, if you're gonna, if you're gonna chomp on those. I knew those, it was coming. I, now, I, was, I was like, the minute it happened. I was like, oh, there's no way I'm getting away with this. Well, because it's, it's like, yeah, it sounds like, speaking of rats, it sounds like we have a rat biting on the fucking cord that we're talking into. In this apartment, you probably do. By the way, I started burping like you today. Did you? And it ma- I went, You're liking it? Liking it? No, it, it's making me want to go to the fucking dock in the box and get checked out. Taters, how are you? I'm all right, man. I'm just, uh, just working and getting probably more sleep than you and, uh. Loving life, you know. Just, I, I mean, I know you always talk about working so hard in thirty-six hours and three days, and I do also. I just don't find the need to fucking complain about it constantly. So, I, I um, mm, uh, Taters, uh, I don't, I don't think you put two fourteen-hour shifts back to back, did you? Uh, yeah. You ever been on a film set for for a week straight? They're about. 16-hour days if you're the director. All right, so you have to stand around and wait. I get eaten alive by customers every day who want... uh... No, no, you literally... That's literally what you do is stand around and wait. That's your job. You're a waiter. I'm a director. Oh, actually... I do multiple things. I'm a tender more than of a waiter. I'm a bartender. So when somebody asks me for a salmon salad with no salmon, no red peppers, no cheese, um, and then romaine lettuce uh, slash baby field greens inside, and then I'm allergic to gluten, so I can't eat half of it, and can I get it for three quarters of the price? Um, my heart feels like it's going to stop. Let me get a salmon salad, nothing on it except for the plate. That's what I get. Let me get a salmon salad with no salmon. This was a salad. 
Yeah, it's a, it's, it's called a one. salmon salad. They just want a plate handed to them. Here Let me go. get a salmon <laughs> salad, but no, because and then what drives me nuts as a bartender, the biggest thing now in New York is after you make a martini with the ice on the side. So the existing ice that you make with the martini, you have to put in an extra glass. I don't have glasses to begin with, and then I like put and it in an it. extra glass. They never touch it. What's the extra? What's the extra ice? What? Uh, I'll ask you, Taters, because you seem like a normal person. What can what can be actually accomplished by having the ice that I just made the martini on on the side? So they can, because they're just luscious. They can suck the cubes dry. <laughs> well, they want to know if it's not. <laughs> they don't want to lose any bit of alcohol that that might be captured on the ice cubes. You know. I shake it like I fucking have my life depending on it. And with the anger, every time my anger from bartending, I take it out on the shake. You know, like I do the bar rescue yeah. with like above my shoulder and smile. And I, I literally have like I have third degree ice burns on my hands <laughs> from shaking this shit. And then they want the cubes on the side. So why not just get a mixed drink? Oh, people are the worst. People are the worst. In the service industry, you run into the I smartest don't. people in the world. I'm telling you. I, I, I can't imagine actually having to uh, deal with people your whole life. And anybody that's been in the service industry, we feel for you. That's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, I was in the service industry for years. I mean, I bartended through college and after the oh, we're going through this again. You were a spot bartender at Marist College when you were 23. I'm a 35-year-old guy with no fucking future having to deal with Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rexes that are 68 and it looks like I play the fucking theme song of Jurassic Park every time they come in for ladies night. But you know what? Maybe <laughs> our lives could get better if we won the lotto. You think so? I think mine would be a lot better. The Powerball was one up to $1.6 billion. That's a lot, though. What are you going to do with all that? Crazy. I don't... Like... Dude, when I get a check for $1,000, I feel like Rockefeller. Yeah, I know. Good evening. It's Friday, May 21st, 1993. I'm Yolanda Vega. Now, here's tonight's number, the first ball up. Uh, so, there's been nothing but horror stories, apparently, from being a lotto winner. Yeah, you know why? Because the average person's a schnook. Win huge amounts of money in the lottery, you have to be lucky. To keep your life in order after winning that money, you have to be skillful. This is David Lee Edwards. I never have to worry about the hotel room again. Well, I have to pay for it. I never have to worry about that menu. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Edwards. Uh, hold on. Um... His first thing, first of all, David Lee Edwards looks like a porn star. Hello, ladies. You know when a guy has a ponytail and a skinny goatee, a Fu Manchu, that he is either doing porn or won the lotto from Alabama. His first thing is he looks at a fucking menu from the hotel room and says, I never got to worry about this again. Yeah, when was that an issue? Like, well, I'm going to get the $13 hamburger now. I always wonder yeah. what that sucker was yeah, like. like. The, the $9. <laughs> you know what? Put the cheese on yeah, that yeah, hamburger. Yeah. He calls the guy up. I want all the fixings. I'm getting sauteed onions tonight. What do you mean they fry the potatoes? I mean, even if you're broke like us, you can still spend $9 I mean, on a I'm motel about. on a Motel 9 hot dog. Exactly. Like, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> with all. All the, he just keeps saying, with all the fixes. This guy's a schnook. He, he gets <laughs> a little money in his pocket and explodes. Of, everything for the rest of his life is he's going to say with a preface, with all the fixes. <laughs> Let me get that like, car with all the fixes. Can I get that house with all the fixes? Let me get house that woman with all the fixes. <laughs> I got to admit, though. <laughs> Who doesn't want all the fixings? I want some of the fixings. You know what, actually, I was thinking about uh, this week? Uh, just a real side note. Who came up with the saying, old fart? I don't know. He's a real old fart. Just think about that statement. 
What does it even mean? Right. Well, nobody wants to smell a, new, a newer <laughs> fart would be better than an old fart. But, it? I mean, how long does a fart last for? How can you Mine, be an old fart? Did somebody capture it in a, in a bottle and release it at a later time? My farts are like when somebody gets murdered in the house and the house is never the same again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go Yo. back to David Edwards and see. He won $41 million. And his then soon-to-be wife, Shauna, won one quarter of a Powerball jackpot. They were presented with a $41 million check at this ceremony in Louisville, Kentucky in 2001 and received $27 million after taxes. Edwards had served time in prison and was unemployed. I interviewed them in their luxury hotel suite. Oh, this is going to be groundbreaking. We interviewed them in their hotel suite at the old Radisson Inn. <laughs> let's hear let, hold on, let, Let's hear And now from the rocket scientist play that lottery I was sincere when I asked God to help me because I was desperate I felt just desperate in my soul just desperate. yeah because God who hung out with nothing but peasants yeah, gypsies and say, whores wants wants David I used to do porn to win 41 million dollars I asked God I'm a lazy fuck who doesn't have a job I work too much he's unemployed and went to prison I want to know what he went to prison for Stealing the mm, fixings. <laughs> yeah, he stole 200 pounds of fixings from an IHOP. <laughs> He's like, I stole. He's a addict. I stole 200 pounds of fixings from Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Let's go back to the rocket scientist. They had become very rich very fast, and Edwards told me he would turn his life around, give money to charity, his children, and already had a plan in mind for them. Lie, lie, and lie. Only Rolls Royce convertible. Shauna, you told me you were going to get a car, too. Tell me about that. Well, it's between three, actually. Okay. Dodge Viper, a Lamborghini, or a Ferrari. I really haven't decided which one. All right. First of all, all of she sounds like she just woke up from a nap. <laughs> it looks like your like bedroom in the background, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. 87,000 boxes of yeah, cigarettes. They're... That's what they bought. <laughs> I'm going to buy all the cigarettes I have. What are the, I just bought this cigarette factory. There's, for the people listening, there's the literally 300,000 packs and cartons of cigarettes behind them. And see, this is the problem. I wouldn't do any of this when I first won the lottery. I wouldn't be thinking about a Dodge Viper that I'm going to be spinning around in the fucking snow with up here. A Do you know, remember yeah. the Dodge Viper? Fucking it looked like Dick Tracy's bad guy's fucking car. It's purple and has wheels in the front. Oh, they, uh, some of the cars have wheels in the front, I've heard. He's like, I'm getting fucking top down with all the fixings. He's like, yeah. <laughs> what are you do with the money, sir? Oh, I'm going to take that $41 million and buy 41000000 million lotto tickets. I'm going to win that sucker. And it's only $41 million. The Powerball was $1.6 I'm talking to this girl today. She's like, we're talking about what you do if you won the lottery. She's like, well, I'd invest some of it so I could set it up and you know, for the future. I'm like, you got to get $680 million. I'm like, what are you investing in? What do you want to make? $12 billion? I mean, you can buy anything you want. All right. So let's do this. No. Let's break this Shit, down. Yeah. Let's you can't buy Apple. You can't I, buy I can Apple. buy an Apple. <laughs> I can buy. No. I get all the fixes. I can buy all the Macintoshes and Delicious <laughs> I want. <laughs> Dude, buying you can't Apple? buy Apple. You can, you can buy Windows with all the fixes. Why would I buy, you can't Apple? buy Apple? I'm going to buy a house in the middle of the, the woods and never be heard from again. Tony's literally walking around with Tupperware with all the fixins in it. <laughs> all the fixins. <laughs> How about this idea? I was thinking about this today. What if they had a lotto, right? And you took chances on it. And if you won, you got like a voucher for a free crime. 
Ooh. Right? Like some like oh, that's an yeah. interesting get concept. out of get out of robbery or get out of like assault. So what's the one crime that you might commit? Murder, of course. What you no, I don't think you could do it, dude. You, uh, commit you could not get me on Glen Cove Road for about two hours without being able to move. I'll be like I'll be like <laughs> yeah. Al Pacino in or, heat. Or fa or fa in heat. or fast forward to the boot on my car. I could have killed the whole thing. <laughs> I could have killed the whole office from not yeah. being able to talk to him. But that's a that's a good question. I don't think you could have the balls to do murder. Oh thanks. I don't think you could look him in the face or her in the face and kill them. I yeah. what else you could do. I mean I think I think I would choose jaywalking. That way, I can just go about my way. <laughs> That's such a minor case. You know what I'm saying? Like you could have it on hand in case like anything ever did happen. Like God forbid, whatever. Not, I'm not saying you're gonna go out and do it. I'm just saying yeah. like, it's like boom. What's up? Mine would be racketeering. Ooh, yeah. Mine would be racketeering. 100%. Just like like immoral business practices where I go around and just sell them goods for nothing. Hmm. Uh, but like what yeah. taters? What do we think would happen? If Tony won the lotto. Oh, my God. Well, he just said it, and I think this is 100% what would happen. He would just buy a log cabin in the middle of the woods in Pennsylvania, collect all the garbage around his territory, specifically use condoms. Maybe he has somebody to do that for him. <laughs> he so hires a whole... $21 million, dollars, I'd be making them. <laughs> he, did, I think he, would, he buys a recycling company to recycle oh, used condoms. I'd be making them. Yeah. I think he would buy Tex-Mex, the restaurant, and build a land bridge from his log cabin to Tex-Mex and just drink Corona Rita margaritas and, and just have gas all day long. And Tony, like you got a real happy He would go from the, from the Tex-Mex to his, to his log cabin and on the way collecting you. I think we could fix that hole in his sneaker, though. I got another pair of these at home. I, uh, and also, I think he would be like Jimmy Buffett without the music uh, ability, where he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be in some sand and crud. Actually, I don't think he'd leave Babel. Jimmy Buffett without the musical ability. You yeah. Mean Jimmy Buffett. Uh, he's like. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> Tater sounds like, Tater sounds like a fucking old rich guy from a car chase. Like, ah, ah, yeah, yeah, so. Tony's like, I want a cheeseburger in paradise with all the fixes. With all the fix <laughs> I want to know what you think I would do. I think he would squander it in a week. That's what I think he would do. And you blow it. Um, I think you would probably buy um, you would buy the Yankees. With $41 million, you need more than that. No, no, no. We're talking about $1.6 billion. No. Probably still you, can't, more than that. you can't buy the Yankees for one6 but you're close. Right, I think I would buy a, a sports think, franchise. No, I don't know. Dude, I don't play the lotto. That's the reason I don't play the lotto. I'd be dead in two weeks. And you well, look, it. you got 1.6 billion would be a lot. To, it's like the difference between, I think ideally like four or five million would be the best way. It's like the movie, it's like the movie uh, Lean on Me with Morgan Freeman where he's the principal of that really bad school. And he's like, you'll be dead in a week, son. Dropping out on me, huh? I'm not dropping out. I'm moving on. I got you'll be dead in a year, son. If I had $600 million dropped in my lap, I wouldn't know what to fucking do, Tony. I would be riding through town naked on a tiger with a bottle of tequila in one hand and, like, a whip or something you in the other hand. But you do that making $32,000 a year right now in Babel <laughs> after happy hour. So what the fuck? Taters would definitely buy a lavender farm. Taters, He'd huh? be the biggest lavender oh, yeah. distributor in the world. What do you... he maybe grow some hair. I think, I, I think both of you guys would get hair pieces. I like being bald, dude. No. Yeah. I think you both I mean, would get hair pieces. I, I, you look like Marty Wiggs know. from Goodfellas. And it even even can get wet. <laughs> you Marty think I would Wiggs. you think if I if I had a billion dollars and I wanted to restore my receding hairline, I would get a wig? Yeah. 
If you had the money, you don't think I would go for like the the hair restoration shit that goes on these oh, days. Oh, like these corning hair. Actually, I have to admit that shit does work. We had a uh, busboy who had no hair. He spent ten thousand dollars on it. He looked like fucking. He was in the band Menudo afterwards, and I was like, oh my god, they're amazing. <laughs> this is what I love about the stupidity of the average man. You got a busboy at your job. <laughs> yeah. We spent ten thousand dollars to get new hair. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking schnook. This what this is what I mean by a schnook. That's a palooka. Yeah, a moron, <laughs> a boob, a buffoon. Every- this kid's probably eating Alpo for dinner, but hey, he's got a nice quaff of hair on his With head. With all these sayings, Tony is literally two steps away from hosing down his driveway and having a fig tree in his front yard. <laughs> I just love these guys. You know that asshole DJ Khalif and another one and another one. He played the lotto. He played the $1.6 billion lotto. This guy's probably worth about $60 million to begin with. What does he even do? Let's play the clip. I think it's a game. I I just bought me so much of the mega millions, 1.6 billion. <laughs> you better believe I'm playing tonight. Okay, first of all, he's out of breath from saying 1.6 billion dollars. So how long is he even gonna last with the money after he does it? Because he looks like a fucking 20 pound bag of meat in a 10 pound bag. This guy's all. I don't even know what he does. He he just says he goes and another one. He goes yeah, DJ Khalif and plays music. Wow, he was dating uh, one of the Kardashians for a little bit, right? Yeah, her, her the the fucking dog of the family. Hold on one sec. He looks like the Egyptian <laughs> magician. Let's go back to the clip. We all playing tonight. <laughs> you understand? Know we playing tonight. We all playing tonight. So he's in a line with like regular Joes, right? Now they should stab him in the fucking back because literally all the people online just there looked like they were just regular Joes who have regular jobs, while this guy's worth seventy-five million dollars and he's throwing down two thousand dollars worth of fucking one point six billion dollars to win again. So they're like, yeah, they're like, I want to fucking kill you, Khalif. Even though the he's... best thing is that if what it should have done is is put two grand worth of lottery tickets and turned around everybody online and gave them all a hundred dollars worth of tickets. That would have been a baller move. Yeah, it would have been a baller move, but he don't give a fuck. There's literally like landscapers <laughs> behind him, and he rolled up in his fucking viper from winning uh, cartons yeah. of cigarettes. All right, and let's hear <laughs> from our next commercial. We're gonna go to No Man. Face it, men are dim and sloppy. Wish you could get all the benefits of being with a man without being with a man? Well, your dreams have come true, thanks to No Man. No Man is a revolutionary three-pack bundle that allows women to render men obsolete. Our first part of the bundle is our manless jar opener. Never rely on some caveman's brute strength to open up a jar for you again. Cuddle on your own terms with our No Man body pillow. Each pillow is infused with man musk. Also, options for chest hair and heartbeat. And finally, our personal female device. Hum yourself to ecstasy with our three modes. Quickie, lovemaking, and makeup sex. Now I can watch whatever I want. I have no need for men, thanks to no man. I used to rely on a man's get-off. Now I just go home and hump my pillow. But wait, there's more. No man will send one of our male models to your house to keep up appearances on Facebook and Instagram with our Instabay option. Thank you, No Man. Thanks, No Man. Thanks, No Man. Just call 1-800-0000 and never rely on a man again with No Man. Um, I, I've been taking extra work at Queens and Bell Boulevard. And Bell, Bell, Boulevard, Bell Boulevard in Queens is like um, the Twilight Zone with more Italian people. 
that's that's the job right there, going to Queens. It, I swear I mean, to God, driving 35 minutes and then getting 11 tickets for just parking your car while you're trying. <laughs> this fucking municipality bullshit with the scanners on the cop cars now. They're just looking. We live in the Big Brother state. It's dystopia. Like, like fucking Taters doesn't have to go through this being down in Tennessee. They're trying. Th no. The, the police were supposed to protect and serve and respect. Now it's a moneymaker so they can just dig your, they can just eat your asshole and you don't like it. Are you shifting responsibility onto the police because you didn't pay 15 different parking tickets? Okay. Uh, so what happened to me was I worked and waited tables and got eaten alive like it was Dante's Inferno. What, which circle of Dante's Inferno is where you're frozen and they eat you to death? The final one. The fi uh, 11th circle of hell? I'm not sure which one, but I, know the, the wor I think the worst one was the cold. Yeah, I, it was. you were frozen to death, <laughs> but you were eaten. You were eaten. For the rest of eternity. It'll be three months from now here. It's snowing <laughs> yeah. and you're sitting in traffic, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's coming. <laughs> well, you know what? You, I was thinking about this. You know what you did wrong down in Queens, right? Everything? You probably parked your car in a parking spot. What you're supposed to do is just leave it right in the middle of the damn street with your houses on. Just go do whatever you got to do. Yeah, double park. Right no one ever gets a fucking nobody, ticket for double parking. Cares. There it is. So, by the way, my, my tickets are stemming since, like, 2001. I get out of work at 2.30 in the morning. They put a fucking boot on my car. I'm yanking on this thing like Tom Hanks from fucking uh, oh Castaway. Yeah, I'm I'm like Tom Hanks. I'm like Wilson. These fuck this boot. I YouTube ways to get the boot off. I was looking. I Googled master codes for boots, and they call me up and they say I owe two thousand dollars worth of fucking back pay tickets from 1998 when I first got wow. my fucking driver's license. Okay, so I call them up. And they go, it's going to be $2,000. I don't have my credit card, don't have my debit card on me, and I am completely in fucksville, okay? I had to sleep in my car. But now let me ask this question. Did you, did you legitimately get those parking tickets? Yeah. Okay, so you got, you got they didn't just like pull them out of the woodwork. Tony, like, I'm hey, the asshole. Because yeah. right, people do have those stories where they're like, hey, listen, you know, I didn't remember getting these tickets at all. And so they're like, hey, by the way, guy. Well, when you were a fall down drunk for 21 years of your 35 year life, it happens that you don't remember parking tickets. But it doesn't help when you you crumple them up and throw them over your shoulder That's probably not good. after you get them. So I finally get this and I call up. And every time you call up the the boot place, it's like, hello. I get the guy from uh, Slumdog Millionaire. He's like, hey, little Chaiwala. I'm like, excuse me? It's like they're charming snakes in the back. There's music. People are eating lunch. People are laughing. I'm like, can I get some fucking silence? Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. So now I am on wow. red. I'm on fucking red. And I can't. I, I, I don't know what to do. Because now they go, hey, listen. Um, it's going to be eight, eight o'clock in the morning until we open back up the office. So I had to sleep it. So I'm like, all right, that I'll sucks. sleep in my car. I'll wake up and I'll pay the fines. But the best part about sleeping in your car is you're woken up by your bad breath. So I have like, I have my big bubble wig and a undershirt that I'm using as my pillow in the back seat. Now I'm a oh fidget. My God. Okay. I'm a, I'm one step away from a Lord of the Rings hobbit. Right. Okay. And I am so uncomfortable. 
I must have did 17 different positions in my car, put my legs on the center console with me just sitting back up. I laid down in my back seat. I reclined the seat in my passenger seat. I reclined the seat in my driver's seat. And my fucking blood pressure is fucking through the roof. Well, Dylan, you talked to me on that day. Remember how on po- how was talking to me that day? <laughs> well, I would say it was a nightmare, but it's, it's a That's nightmare every talking to you every single yeah. day. But, <laughs> I can't wait. Um, you were definitely like I, I. I was trying to have a business discussion with you about some of the television stuff we're doing, and I, and I, I literally stopped myself in my tracks to tell you about it because of the way you answered the phone, and you, like you, you usually mess around and joke around, but there's always something wrong going on in your life. But this was like, you didn't answer the phone with like your, your normal thirty second. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That whenever, How you doing? <laughs> whenever I answer, I go, ah, oh, oh, <laughs> hey, taters. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm an asshole. Anytime I know that there's, there's some business that's serious on your end, it's like, hey, man, that's, it's like, hey, hey, dude, hey, hey, what's up? Hey, it's scary. Listen, it's one of those things, you because know? it's going to get worse. You know, 20 years from now, they'll just come to your house and put a boot on your ankle. <laughs> you're gonna be standing there in the living you're standing in the street for three days so i'm trying to rip this thing off and they're like there's a gps and a microphone in this fucking there's thing a microphone in there no i just made that oh, up but they, they should be hearing me because all they heard was fuck <laughs> but the greatest thing so about being what? a pack rat though is i had i had like whatever i bring into my car i never take out until right. like after three months of like it fills up so much i look like a homeless man yeah well your car god knows what was in the backseat of that there's probably 10 sleeping bags a tent well the centripetal fireplace for me driving so fast the centripetal force just knocks it all to the back seat <laughs> you just put all, pull all the garbage on top of yourself and eat <laughs> well i i was about to because it was 41 <laughs> degrees that night you know here's the thing he has to tell you dylan uh, in the back seat of his car, there was actually already an oil drum on fire with homeless guys sitting around it. So he was in luck. <laughs> we had we had uh, Frank Stallone singing "Do Do 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 Take It Back" from Rocky One in my back seat. So, uh, but the all great- that, um, all those, all those pipe bombs that everybody's getting sent in the mail in New York was actually Eric just getting rid of the shit in his car, so it would lighten the load a little bit. No, was the greatest thing about the pipe bombs was that's how I spell. Did you see the spelling on all the pipe bomb uh, no, packages? Oh, it's terrible. like it's like the T H E E. Uh, you know, like I, it, it's bad, and it looks like when I try yeah. to sell. Like, have you guys ever tried to send mail in the recent I've history? Tried, I've used mail before. I yeah. put like seventeen yeah. uh, stamps on it. I have no idea how to put a return address on. And they should have a school that teaches you how to actually be a human. Because I can well, go back. Our, our wonderful public education system is just fantastic. It was so funny because the next day I need to take a cab from Queens, right? So I'm looking through cab companies. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Golden, no joke, Golden Dragon Taxi Company. We are Flaming Dragon. Speedman is with us now. Okay, Flaming Dragon. Fuck face. First, take a big step back. And literally, fuck your own face! I was like, ooh, I know who's going to drive me home. He might be of Asian descent. Do I really want to put my life in my hands? I was willing to walk home before I had an Asian guy drive me home. Is that a bad thing? Wow. They're yeah. they're bad drivers. I'm sorry. Irish is Irish well, people are drunks. Italians are cheap. What about too fast, too furious? Tokyo Drift. 
Yeah, but the only one Asian guy was driving that well. It how was... would it be? How would it be any less dangerous than the way you drive? Uh, because at least I just don't like the guy's looking up and eating walnuts while he's driving me home. I mean, hello. You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I will massacre you. I will fuck you up. What's the, what's the paraphrase on the old saying? You drive like a 15-year-old Toyota Camry out of hell. <laughs> well, he's looking at the <laughs> visor the whole time while yeah. he's driving me home. I'm, I'm scared. You know, Eric doesn't tell you the whole story. They didn't boot his car because of the parking tickets. They booted it because there was a dead toddler attached to the grill. <laughs> there's there, there's a crazy... I got one of the guys from the Crazy 88 from Kill Bill 1 <laughs> driving me home. The one that looks <laughs> like Dylan? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, hey, this kind of thing. Jimmy. It's Big Jimmy checking in with you guys. It's been many moons since I spoke to you cats over here. And, uh, well, uh, Eric, I'm having a little issue here. And, uh, you know, I just picked up BMW this summer. And uh, I was over at the Freeport BMW dealership. <clears throat> they had a sign and drive event. I don't know if you're familiar with that. They had a uh, cash allowance. So it was a $2,500 cash allowance. All you had to do was sign in and you sign in drive event. Anyway, uh, because my credit wasn't really uh, up to par, I guess is what he said, they put on an interlock device onto the BMW. Um, apparently... They say my payments haven't come through. I, I really don't know how that could have been. I've been sending it over, you know, over there. And, and, and then they got an interlock. They shut the car down, all right? Well, when you turn the key, it just don't start. So I was just wondering, I know... I know you're Google Computers, pal. I was wondering if you could help me just... Uh, you know, rewire this thingamajig here so the car starts because uh, they're going to be repossessing it soon, pal. And I really, really can't be having that going on, you know. Uh, anyway, I got some other issues going on. I got kicked out of the basement of Mims. They found me out. Apparently, there was some urine on the floor. I really don't know how that happened, but they found me. And uh, my wife, she broke her foot. She was... I don't know, she was in some stupid bet with this guy and she could kick a lamppost over and she broke her foot on the lamppost. I don't know what she was thinking, but, um, yeah, so, listen, pal, you think I could trade you a few bucks for some marina work? I got a good kid. He'll, do, you know, work really wonders for the boat. His name's Alejandro and he does really good work with the boat. So if you need any work, I'd be happy to trade you a couple tickets to your show or some cash. I'm desperate, pal. Whatever you can do. Anyway, listen, most importantly, I got to get this car running. She's not starting. Please come over with that little toolbox that you got and help me get to work on this bitch, all right? Listen, E, I love you, man. You know I do. I would do anything for you. So give me a call. I love you, pal. Take it easy. Does the public bathroom situation have you a little confused and angry? Well, those days are over. Thanks to Poober. Poober's the first revolutionary app that you can use with your tablet or smartphone 
that sends a trans-neutral bathroom directly to your location. I can't believe this restaurant doesn't have a bathroom that's right for me. This place is in the Stone Age. No problem, I've got Poover coming. And remember, Poover's lean, green, biodegradable, and trans-portable. Poover, changing the way you take a shit. <laughs> Dirty dancing, awful. Yeah, that's not my favorite. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that's an awful movie. Oh, come on, Taters. You like that movie? Hungry. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about Patrick Swayze films. I don't know There's any words one. to that song, but There's only one Patrick Swayze movie, and everybody knows it. Roadhouse. And it's Roadhouse. But what, Roadhouse. Uh, no, but Ghost was pretty fucking good. Yeah, but no. I'm sorry. Was Ghost was pretty. I was. Ghost was a good movie. Ghost was an amazing movie. And is it to me or Demi? If that DVD so much as touches Roadhouse, I will kill you. Is it to me or Demi? I don't know. That was my closer DVD, yeah. by the way, uh, Roadhouse. So that's why I didn't get laid from 21 to 27. Except for all those dudes you met at the bar. So do you fighting. think that, like, do you legit? Do you legit think that Roadhouse is the only good movie that Patrick Swayze made? No, 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 I don't. But I think it's no. I think got, it's the number one. You got, uh, what's the movie where you everybody? Think, you think Roadhouse is above Point Break? Yes. Ooh. Oh God, are you kidding? Ooh. Ooh, but hold on, settle down there, Tennessee boy. No, Taters brings up a really good point. Point Break's fucking great. Doesn't matter. Just one more. What am I gonna swim to fucking Thailand, Johnny? It is great. <laughs> First <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> one of the best movies of all time. Is Independence Day. Yeah. Whoa. That's a good one. And I love how this website says favorite quote, welcome to Earth. Captain Steve Hiller, Will Smith. Like this motherfucker knows where the jawbone or the nerve in his jaw to knock him out is. You remember that when <laughs> Welcome to Earth and then he punches out the alien? He doesn't even punch out the alien, he punches out the alien's bodysuit. I know. It's so there's a yeah, there's, right. <laughs> if anybody's ever seen Independence Day, they have a small alien inside of a big alien suit. But Will Smith with a cigar in his mouth in the in the in the middle of the desert can punch out the alien. And then the alien looks about 850 pounds yeah. heavy and drags him through the Mojave Desert with a cigar in his mouth. I know. And Will Smith weighs about 120 pounds. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> it wasn't even Earth. It was Earth. And then how about e the RFF? They defeat them with a with a virus the oh, whole time. This one guy. Let's use a, like all the computer programs oh, because, in because, the military. Because Jeff Goldblum's dad, who's the most stereotypical Jewish person in the world, they should have been brought up on charge. You got this. He sounded like uh, not Howie Mandel. Who's the guy that did Caddyshack too? Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Jackie, Jackie Gleason. Say Jackie Marlin, He's like, you're right. going to get a cold on the floor. Why don't you get up? My son, Area 51. Like, if you notice, he is the most Jewish dude I've ever seen in cinematic history. And I've seen plenty of Mel Brooks videos, okay? Get him off the ground. He's going to die. Ugh. If they did that with a black dude, it, the movie would have been shut down in three days. Is that going to be the future of humanity, though? All this PC nonsense is going to just kind of dilute everybody's little idiosyncrasy, in, idiosyncrasies gone. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin's going to be a black female. So one day we won't be able to have any kind of inflections that are ethnic, and we will just talk like this. Salutations. Open, open question to the staff. Who is the worst person in uh, Independence Day? Like the worst actor or yes. worst performance in Independence Day. Uh, Randy Quaid's up there. 
Holy I'm shit. I'm drunk and out of control. All right. Are you talking about Bill Pullman or Randy, <laughs> no, Quaid, no, Randy yeah. Quaid? Yeah. Do you know Randy Quaid stole the run for a $10,000 massage parlor bill? What? He moved to Canada and he's a fucking outlaw still. <laughs> Wow. Massage cost $10,000. The worst person in the Independence Day was. <laughs> I want to get worked over for three days. Bill Pullman. The worst uh, president. Bill Pullman in the was movie. pretty oh, bad. What happened I to think, Mommy? Think, Mommy's sleeping. I think uh, Harry Connick Jr. was pretty bad in that, too. Let's light the yeah. tires and light the fires. I mean, he's terrible at everything he does. He is the. How did he get so much work? Because he's got a New Orleans accent. But who's the new. Who's the new Harry Connick Jr.? He does like Christmas. Michael uh, Buble. Michael Buble. Michael Buble. La la la. La la la. Fun tip for anybody that's listening that knows my brother, Gavin uh, absolutely hates one person on this earth, and it's Michael Buble. You mention Michael Buble to him, he loses it. Why don't we just call him Michael Bubble? I mean, come on. Today's our Independence Day. I mean,. How much overacting slash Clint Eastwood bullshit can you pull in one movie? He had he had the look on his eyes like he was stoned half the time. And then he talked like this. Uh, summer stack. Although, Ugh. I will agree with you in your brother's defense. These people that make these kind of alternative versions to Christmas songs every year, they should really be sent to an internment <laughs> camp. Hey, you know what? Let's go to the voicemails. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Loose Cannon Comics is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Tony, it's Lenore. Tony, our song is on. Listen. No more lonely nights for Lenore Cause Tony has come through her door Ooh, oh, you're coming oh on God. Lenore's door, huh? Oh Wouldn't be the God. first time <laughs> um, She's desperate for you, Tony She scares me She doesn't scare you She scares me I am still a firm believer that you get Zemas and Xanax at you late at night and you, you call her up You couldn't get me and I'm telling you, like I could, I could, you couldn't get me messed up enough to do that. I bet you Forget her it. her receiver on her phone is so caked up with nicotine. She blows the smoke right. Yeah, it just has a red line around <laughs> it, like a like the Rolling Stones emblem. It's probably that stupid phone that hangs on the wall that you like wiggle the, the knob around that hold the other thing to your ear. You know what oh yeah, about? like hello operator. Hi, hi. Hey, <laughs> Tony, wanna come over and give me a whooping? Can you patch me through to three twenty six? Like they didn't even have phone numbers back in the day; they just had lines. Uh, patch me through to three eighty two. You know, I gotta tell you that Tony Baloney's pretty swell. Let's mind get some <laughs> whoopee time with him. I can tell you. You're gonna take her down to Coney Island. Tony, you know, you know, a night with her comes with all the victims. Oh, you don't want those fixins. Oh, all the ixins. I didn't know fixins were yeast infections. Yeah, fix something. Um, <laughs> oh boy, uh, is that your guys' song though? No more loving for Lenore. Oh God, dude, she's she's scary, bro. She she's loves you, bro. Just much. like Cokehead Dad yeah. is my sucker fish. Much. Yeah, he likes she's you. She's your sucker fish. Yeah, but you got You got a better. We all got sucker fish. We uh, who's your sucker fish, Big Bubba? Yeah, well, you think the guy's literally stalking me and my wife constantly and making barbecue specials around it. He's literally tonguing my window. He's literally a sucker fish. You know what we should do? We should set <laughs> yeah. up uh, Lenore with Big Bubba. 
Well, I don't think so. He likes some pretty young and woo. He uh, he's not into the old meat. And you know, Cokehead Dad would be. He's not into that mutton. Uh, so let's let's go back to see what Lenora. And I bet you she's got one of those house phones that she still uses, like your mom used to do. Yeah, you remember yeah. when your mom used to be on the phone for three and a half hours yeah, sure. and have the cord and that, could re- that could reach from here to Ohio <laughs> State? <laughs> it was like, I know. like the seventeen mile long cord on the house phone. Leash. So pretty much it was like a wireless phone. Oh my god! Here we go. Uh, do you hear this, Tony? This was the song we met on. I love this tune. It's wonderful. Do, do, do. Tony, come to Boca. Please, I miss you so much. I'm lonely and I miss you. I'll take care of all your expenses if you get down here. Well, it sounds like Tony just won the lotto. You don't even need to play Mega Millions. You got Lenore, bro. You want to talk about Lotto ruining your life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all he said. That's a fucking horror story. Oh I'll tell you that. She's a regular Viper. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Dodge Vipers. There's one Viper I'm definitely going to dodge. Please, I love you, Tony. <laughs> I just went away. Oh but she takes such quick drags of that cigarette. She goes... It sounds like you burping on the show. She probably has the goddamn mask that Darth Vader had just with tobacco smoke. Tony, I am your lover. Can you please? Tony's eyes. Ah, well, that was Lenore. Thanks for checking in, Lenore. We appreciate. At least she's a steady, steady customer. But we can't get any. We can't, we can't get any uh, advertisements or funding from her. Hey, listen, do you mind if I, uh, before I leave, just take a cold shower in your bathroom? Well, uh, we only have cold water in my in my apartment, so uh, done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I have the stool, <laughs> like my literally, my apartment's so small. <laughs> my apartment. Oh, I left the I left the shit in the toilet when you got here, didn't? Oh my didn't god, I? that's like this twice this week. I've walked into somebody's place and there's been a. Does anyone ever forget the flush? I don't. If it's yellow, it's mellow. Taters, do you? Get rid of it immediately. If it's yellow, do forget the flush? yeah. Do you ever forget the flush? Why would I forget the flush? Because well, I do, like, and I was just seeing if you'd fucking get on my side. Um, look, leaving a pee in the toilet is like yeah, sure, okay. I forget. Leaving a duty in the toilet is like leaving your baby somewhere. It's like, how did you forget? That? <laughs> I left the windows up on Tony <laughs> while I took a shit in the toilet. Smell the same smell after two hours. Dude, Eric, it's Michael. Oh, oh no, it's Michael. Mike the Jew is calling up, and he's on the run. He's been on the run since he left Mims. I haven't seen right. him yet. Oh, it's the guy that goes there, breaks in? He No, no, that's Jimmy Bellman. Who's oh, this guy works there. Jimmy, No, Jimmy Bellman left, oh, ate all the peanut butter off the rat traps yeah. when we closed for two weeks. This is the guy that the police showed up looking for him, and he zooted out the back. But he wears a, tra- uh, he wears a trench coat that he sells watches out of. All right, so let's hear what Mike has to say. I haven't spoken to you since Mims that night. When the police raided it, oh my god, we had to Uber out the front, it was fucking crazy. Alright, first of all, the police didn't raid the place, they looked for him, that's it. Yeah. He's the shadiest <laughs> fucking guy. You know one of those dudes that's like, I got a gold Lamborghini, I got three of them, it's like I invented the fucking Nerf ball. It's like, no, you didn't do any of this. He's got so much working because he's in such litigation. Oh my god, this guy's such a creep. Anyway, dude, so I have a 60-footer, a 60-foot Hatteras, dude. You gotta come drive it. It's a yacht. It's fucking crazy, bro. It's two and a half million dollars. 
Uh, we got her at the. Co- and that's another thing. He always tells me how much everything yeah, costs. Yeah, rich people are always like that. They gotta let you know it's expensive. <laughs> like, like I don't. Like a sixty foot boat. You'd be like, what? You put twenty five bucks? Yeah, like I don't tell you fourteen hundred dollars. I bought a fucking MacBook for. Like I, they always put a price tag at the what end. What will we say to people? Hey, look at these new shoes. I paid twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah, no. At, it, well, that's the actually that is the opposite of what we do. Like you ever go up to somebody and go, hey, how much do you think I got this sweater for? So a rich person goes, hey, a thousand, two thousand dollars. I got this. This is a fucking two thousand dollars sweater. But when you're broke, you go, how much do you think I got this sweater for? And you're like, they're like 60. Nope. 40. But the worst is when they beat you to the punch and they lowball you. And then you have no ammo in your gun. Hey, how much do you think that I got this for? 60? No, 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 actually 70. Yeah. Or say, (laughs) tell me at the same one for 50 bucks. Custom Yacht and Marina and Hemingway. It's, uh, it's in Cuba, dude. We're running away from Cuba now. We got people on the inside helping us. So if you want to get involved, we can run weight again. It was fucking crazy, bro. It was so fucking crazy. We're under an educational category. They think we're with the, with the, with the university. You know what I'm saying? We're running mad weight back to Miami. Anyway, listen, give me a call, bro. I love you. All right. I'll see you at MIMS. All right. I think we can pair this off. We'll hang out Cokehead Dad yeah, with this guy. He'd be perfect oh, with my God to meet up uh, with MTJ. They would be like they would be like the keep master and the gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're Zool. It's not it's not even global warming that wipes the fucking world off its axis <laughs> through the tornado of cocaine and lies. Well, the show's over, folks, but the part doesn't stop there. Go to Instagram at Loose Cannon Comics and check us out. Go to SoundCloud.com or your podcast function on your iPhone. Put in Loose Cannon Comics and get ready to laugh. Also, go to YouTube.com, Loose Cannon Comics. Subscribe to our show to laugh once a week, each week. We'll see you next time, guys. And remember, keep your dick out of the dirt.